drinking beer, talking God, amen, FGL. It's a full circle moment for you. And I'm hoping to kind of follow around that circle and follow your guys' journey. Cause it really feels like without each other, your paths would have been very different. Um, so I want to start from the beginning and growing up in Florida and you and Brian Kelly playing ball, hanging out. What was it like back then? Was music a thing for either of you back then, or was sports really the focus? Sports was the focus for sure. Um, but music was a thing in a way in, in, you know, we were fans. We were huge fans. Like we'd listen to Kenny Chesney. We'd listen to Nelly. We'd listen to all the above, which is funny to me because we're going to talk about full circle. They were supposed to tour with Kenny this year. I've toured with Kenny. Nelly's been a big part of, of their career and in my career as a writer. Um, so yeah, we, we were fans. It's almost like if, if you could add somebody come up to us and say, you know, you guys are playing sports right now, but how could you paint a picture of your life? And we responded, oh, well, we're going to do music. We're going to kind of do it together. We're going to have success into arenas and stadiums. Um, and you're going to be able to tour with these artists that you grew up loving. Cool. Okay, let's do that. That sounds fun. And then it's like, and then we'll go back to reality, and that'll never happen because that's ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then it happened. So it was, we were just fans. And then I'd say when I moved to North Carolina at 11 years old is when and Brian and I became real good buddies outside of sports and his family would come up and visit in Cashers, North Carolina. And, and we hang out. And one of the times he came and visited, Brian had a guitar and he was and I remember his mom saying, yeah, he's getting really into it. He really loves it. So he played some songs and I was like, damn dude, hell, that's awesome. Um, and then fast forward, you know, then to the next year, maybe, um, I started picking guitar and we, I remember one time we played back and forth. This was probably, it was definitely in college because I didn't learn to play guitar till my sophomore year. So I remember one time we played song, a couple songs back and forth, or maybe he just played songs at that point. I can't remember, but that was when I was like, man, this is fun. I just love picking guitar and, and him and I stayed close through college and, and, uh, and in college, before we move on from that, when your injury happened and football was no longer an option in your mind, did you think, Hey, maybe music is an option for me, or was it still just a hobby at that point in playing the guitar? It was just a hobby. Uh, sophomore year. Um, I learned to play then junior year going into senior year. I wrote my first song because my dad had passed away. And then I wrote my second song about a girl in Georgia. Um, I was just still, I was just doing it because it was kind of a, kind of a hobby for me. And that, that was it. I, I went into recording an acoustic album at, at a place called Night Sound Studios in Carborough, North Carolina, right outside Chapel Hill where I lived. Oh, okay. And when I wrote that album and started producing it acoustically, it started turning into a full band. That's when I was like, oh, this is cool. Something for me. It was just something for me because it was not great. And the fact that I actually let that fly and let other people hear it is wasn't the smartest idea. <laughs> I'm glad that music's not out there. Was that Friday night and Sunday morning? Was that, that Friday album? nights and Sunday mornings? It had a couple hints that I'm decent, but I should not have been putting out music at that time. <laughs> and one of the turning points for you was you went into NASCAR for a bit after college and worked as a pit crew member. 
and then you had a little incident and were suspended for two weeks. And that was kind of the turning point for you because it, during that two weeks, you went to Nashville and hung out with, uh, with Brian, right? Yeah, that was when I was like, while I was in NASCAR, that was really when it turned from, and this was only probably a year away from that first record that I wrote and recorded in Carborough. That was when it turned from I'm miserable, in the, of, you know, from this is a hobby to I'm miserable in this hotel. And the only thing I know that's making me happy right now is writing songs. And I wrote a lot of those songs, actually. That album that was supposed to be acoustic just started turning into full album. New songs that I was writing in the hotel. I wrote a lot of those songs in the hotel, you know, that I was living in when I, when I uh, moved to Charlotte. So that was when it turned from hobby to I don't like the life I'm living and I need something else. And that's when I visited Brian and it was like that first weekend. That's when I was like, this is what I want to do. And how quickly did you guys click in writing and really getting into a rhythm of writing a lot? Uh, that weekend we didn't write. Um, I can't remember how long it was between then. Then I went and did Survivor, which is crazy. I, I literally did that show because not for fame, not for a little bit for money. I was like, yeah, this could, this could be helpful. <laughs> right. But I wanted to, I wanted to figure it was like a perfect segue from, okay, I don't have to quit my job now. I can go on survivor, hopefully win, hopefully lose weight. And then I can move. Then I have a reason to move to Nashville and a way to move to Nashville. So that, uh, that was huge for me to get through that summer. As soon as I got back, it was like, I went straight to Nashville to, to hang out with the guys, not to move there. Right. But it was just like, I wanted to go. I wanted to go. And now on Survivor, I actually decided, man, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm going to go for it. Because um, when you're by yourself alone on an island, you have a lot of time to think. And I talked to a lot of people on it. I didn't talk about it on the show because I didn't want to be that guy that does reality TV and then tries to have a music career, even right. though that's kind of what happened. But it, it wasn't because... I was a NASCAR guy. That's what I was on the show as. I didn't want to talk about music because I didn't want to be that guy. And then, yeah, right away, I went to Nashville hanging out. And they had a buddy that actually got severe depression. So they had a room available in the house, like right there. And so that night, drunk at Ten Roof, and we all decided, all right, I'll move in and, and let's just start doing this thing. And it took them a minute to, because they already had their thing going. They had Florida George Lyon going. And it was really Brian that pushed, um, dude, let's write some songs. Let's write. Well, we, he believed in me before I did. And in early 2011, you both released an EP. So did you work on those closely together? Yeah. Um, he was one of the co-producers on it with me and Jesse Rice. And same crew. It was the same crew that wrote Cruise. And Mine, that was when I was like, okay, this sounds way better than what I did way back when. <laughs> um, and that's when I started you know, getting a little traction. And they started getting a lot of traction with uh, once they got Joey Moy involved in, in uh, production. So, And what was it like during that time, in that 2012 time? Because you released Dirt Road Communion, and that's when Cruise started to take off as well. So what was it like after having all those experiences with them and you're both sort of starting to take off at the same time? Was it pretty exciting? It was awesome because we were touring in his, in Brian's van or I sorry, Brian's Tahoe. So that was, uh, that was when we, we toured together. We called it the best damn country tour. And, 
and there was 20 people showing up to every show that was it <laughs> i remember mississippi state we had to go to the sorority houses to hand out free cds um so yeah it was uh it was exciting we were we we're green we we're young we we're having fun and it was uh it was a time where we didn't have any reason to believe in ourselves the way we did but we knew we knew if we keep going with this we don't care that the people in nashville are saying no we have a good thing going let's just keep rolling with it and in 2014 ignite the night that was uh, a big one for you and brian had three cuts on that album dirt row communion uh you know he had a ton so was that 2014 and ignite the night was that sort of when you guys started to go your separate ways as you started to do your own thing and and not be able to kind of come together as much? Yeah, because FGL was taking off. They were just blowing up and they went the route of let's have as many hits as possible and <laughs> tour. I went the route of I don't care about hits. I just want to tour. Right. That's the hard way. And I'm not sure if I could do it again, if I do it that way. Um, the thing that, that I realized looking back is they were focused on, they were good. They were well ahead of me um, in the quality of the music and the production of the music. So they were taken off, um, which was huge for me because as soon as I moved to Nashville, they were a crutch for me. We started writing. It was easy. And I had to figure out after that, okay, who am I going to write with? Who am I as an artist? I got to figure this thing out on my own now, which was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And now, I would say the first thing that I ever put out that I genuinely knew who I was and what I wanted to do was eyes on you. Even though I had two top fives before that, it was like, yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. Eyes on you was the beginning that led to, you know, that the lambs and lions record coming out that, which led to the album, which is, you know, now this records, I've figured out who I am, what I want to do. And I've even looked at the, the album, um, and I'm like, okay, there's a couple songs I may not do. That's okay. They're out. Let's go. And uh, and I'm just continuing to learn and continuing to get better. And I think the album is overall the best work I've ever done. It's got, you know, Lonely If You Are on there, Forever To Go, which is becoming a huge underground hit. Um, uh, I'm for, uh, Drinking Beer Talking God, Amen. It's got The Knights on there, which is on part three. It's like it's slowly progressed to, oh, man, this is who I am. Um, and now it's about the music. It's not about anything else. It's, it's about the songs and, and making them the best that they can possibly be. Because if I'm in this for any other reason, there's, there's the wrong reasons. Right. And with the album, with part three, was that done before everything sort of shut down? Like, I know you had at least written drinking beer, talking God, amen, before everything shut down. But as far as the production and getting it together, was that done earlier this year or was it done earlier in 2020? That was done earlier this year. Um, we had drinking beer, talking God, amen. That was written last day of tour in Lawrence, Kansas in 2019. Um, that was obviously done before this year because it's been out, but, and then I had a song called the nights. Then I had a song, which I always wanted to be on the last part of the album, whatever that ended up looking like. I just, I thought it was a closing chapter that I needed to close and move on, um, in my life, not just the song. Right. Um, if I didn't have you it was written two or three years ago in Oklahoma, um, then hunting camp and then bedroom was written during quarantine. So there were all these songs that had 
four different identities, completely different. And the way that they happened, the way they were produced and the way they came together, it was like, all right, these four songs don't belong anywhere else. They kind of belong with each other. Um, and that's why I chose these four for, for part three. <clears throat> um, and, you know, ending the album with a song that's becoming a massive hit right now is pretty cool. It's like, okay, this is closing of a chapter in the strongest way you can possibly close it. And now whatever comes next is going to be even a whole nother level. You just keep got to stack and uh, stack in songs that just continue to beat each other. And how positive is it having this hit at this moment when you're ready to just take off and everything's opening up and you're ready to do it? Like, what does that mean to have this song along with you right now? It's huge. Um, during the, during the pandemic, there's only three ways for, for an artist to go. It's either go backwards and just don't do it. It's either stay stagnant and just kind of stay relevant or it's let's go. And that's where we are. We're let's go. Um, we, we've done a lot of work during the pandemic. I've taken a lot of time off too, but even through the time off, I was still showing my life and, and uh, staying active with the fans. And now it's like, okay, um, we're back to touring. We're back to music. We're back to releasing music um it's time to time to fly now we're, we're uh we got a huge hit coming um and now we just and can't get complacent there though it's like what's next um enjoy it while it's happening but also <clears throat> i'm working on the next album especially the next single that's going to follow drinking beer talking god amen and that's going to lead to a full album later this year hopefully right exciting stuff and with working with fgl on this song was it a closing of a chapter almost like we've talked it's like full circle or do you feel it's the beginning of something and reconnecting with them and maybe taking a new journey with them at this point it's both it's, it's definitely a new journey for us because we're completely different people than we were 10 years ago we're completely different artists than we were 10 years ago so in that way it's it's the beginning of a new chapter with them and with a song finally together. Um, but it's also the closing of that old chapter. It's Cruise's old news. Um, they have, they've had a ton of hits since then. I've had hits since then. Yeah. That's the closing part. The new part is drink a beer talking God amen. That's it's a whole new chapter in our lives for sure. Um, but the album coming together as a whole is the closing of that chapter. It's like, man, and we couldn't close it any stronger um, and setting ourselves up for another album, you know, coming. Yeah. And, is like do you have enough for an album already or are you going to continually write when you're on the road I, I i have enough for a good album um i'm still in the need of a few probably five more songs to make it a great album and i'll figure out what those are uh but it's production starting to happen we got four songs closing in on being done um so it's enough for a good album but the great part's coming <laughs> and I wanted to ask, you've done so much in your life. I wanted to ask what's more exhilarating, stepping out onto the football field in front of a packed stadium, standing in front of a NASCAR that's ripping into you at 60 miles per hour, or stepping back on stage to a sold out show? Before I'd say football, because you're with your boys, you're running out. Um, but taking time off and being away from the stage, walking back onto it again is going to be sweet <laughs> that's awesome well i think uh 
we're running out of time. There's so much more I could talk to you about, but thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And hopefully later in the year when there's new music, we can connect again and talk about all the other, uh, all the other things that have happened in your career and all the great things that are continuing to happen. Yeah. I appreciate it, Brennan. Yeah. We'll be talking a lot more. We got a lot more music coming, um, including what we got coming this week or well, I guess next week, but um, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot going on. It's going to be a lot of good stuff. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to have that full album, the album, not part one, two, and three, but just the album. That's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, I can't wait. It's It's been a long time coming, but but it's it's finally time. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Enjoy the road. Take it all in. Experience it. Have fun. I will. Thanks, Brennan. Appreciate it.